Right, what's up guys welcome to this episode of the g team podcast the g team is a group of young people dedicated to providing people with the knowledge to make the most of their life sharing practical ways to maximize productivity and offering support to those who need it to create a more fulfilled life my name is peter and i'm olu and we're your hosts for this podcast thanks for tuning in and i hope you enjoy listening all right today i'm back with g and adnan how are you guys doing today not bad, thank you. Not bad. Yeah. Doing all right, thanks. Good, good, good. Good, this is all right. It's been a while since we did this. Had a few uh, technical issues trying to actually start the, the podcast and uh, recordings and stuff. <laughs> but we're here. And um, yeah, what you guys been up to? Uh, the summer has officially ended. How is it? Sad. Yeah, it's very sad. It's all gone. I mean, I'm so glad that we actually had the chance to meet up because if we didn't like i would have left the house about four times in the entirety of summer and that's not how i planned on spending it (laughs) and when you're uh when you're a working man you don't get summer breaks (laughs) oh poo-hoo for you (laughs) (laughs) but no i I did get up to a little bit this summer mainly just visiting where people were possible um nothing spectacular it's all right. Yeah, we got to go out more, so that's all I'll, um, I'll take from that. We also went on an escape room for uh, those who didn't know, uh, as 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 the G team. Uh, that's what G is touching on. That was what last last week. Last week. Last week. Yeah. Just it's pretty yeah. fun actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first time for me as well. Um, you know, it was weird. It was the um, when things just didn't work. It took us like put it at half an hour to do one thing and uh, I, I felt I actually felt useless and then, <laughs> and then it, all, it all came together and that first thing I did it was like it, it was sick yeah I'm really interested yeah. was it like one person that carried the team for you guys or was it like um no nah, I can't lie it was uh it was a bit of everything you know we, we like um our tactic was we'd split into like twos or ones and cover a corner of the room and then we just start like fumbling with cupboards or I, I was in this corner with a chessboard and then I had to move pieces around and I didn't know, know what I was doing but I kept on moving <laughs> around and then a cupboard just opened out of nowhere oh. and I was like yes I just did something <laughs> what? so what? that's how we started so the chess pieces and then, like in yeah. a certain uh, the chess pieces yeah so yeah yeah so so we had to uh there was there was a riddle on it but there was four sentences under the chessboard and basically there was a capital letter referred to the uh the row so like let's say like the, the letter c was the biggest so you have to put the rook on um column c basically and there were lines on the chessboard as well That's i didn't cool. know like you will put them on there but it wasn't working at first so i started panicking but then it did so but point is we weren't in it so in the competition was it well, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's a competition. I don't know. It was. It was to me. It was to me. It was. It was. <laughs> you know what it is, right? Competition aside, I was really like, I was excited to do the escape room. Like, as did like the founder of the G team. I wanted you guys to be put in that environment where you're forced to like really have to think and work together. Yes. You know, like a good um, team building exercise for our first meet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same. Nothing, nothing like uh, challenging environments. But speaking of environments, that is the topic of 
<laughs> today's podcast. Um, that was not pre-planned at all. Don't worry about it. No, nah, that transition was not pre-planned at all. But so we had no other ideas on how to transition. But yeah, that's what we're talking about today is environments and I guess how our environments have shaped us, uh, if they've influenced influenced us to major degrees and how you can create your own environment. So yeah, question to you to both, I guess we'll start is, what are the, the major influences within your environment that you think influence you and determine who you are? Go on, Anna. Oh, should I go first? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I would probably say key thing is role models because I think everyone everyone has a role model in life, whether it's a good one or a bad one. Um, if you're around people, you've got a role model. So I guess from that age where you're like a toddler almost to <clears throat> when you leave home, <laughs> Uh, as an adult, you're, you're in as a role model, whether you like it or not. And also your friends and the people around you as well. Um, and yeah, they can be good or bad, but they do impact you a lot. And um, whether you like it or not, they, they will impact you a lot. Yeah. Fair enough. I think that people obviously are definitely huge impact when it comes to environment, but I think the way that you respond to different environments is also like really interesting in terms of purely just emotional. The way that you react to one thing is probably going to be different to most other people. And that's because of the experiences you've had in similar environments, if that makes sense. So I think that like, the way that you react is something that I'm really trying to become more aware of. But yeah, I think that's a, like people and your past experiences and then your emotional reaction is like the main things that I think really influence your environment. Yeah. Cause yeah, I think so. Sorry, go on Peter. I was going to say like, um, well, like you touching on, I guess uh, our parents. I'd say that's a, that's a major factor, and it's not something that I realized when I was um, younger. Um, and I guess just like you said, Gene, like we all react emotionally, and um, as some people, they do uh, as much as possible to to be like their parents, and then some people on the flip side, they do as much as possible to be unlike them, right? And I guess for me, I I, I used to be like, no, nah, I don't want to be like my parents. Um, I don't know why. I guess it's just me being dumb and uh, rebellious. But then I now it's like, even if I try not to, I see the similarities um, between me and them. I think. Um, but yeah, it's uh, interesting. And then yeah, like my friends as well. I think um, over the past probably two two years or so. Well, before the pandemic, I think. I think I changed a lot regarding those people and then the lessons that I've learned from them. And then on the flip side as well, in a pandemic, the only environment you had were, was probably four walls. So as, as a special environment where, you know, I had to learn about myself. Um, and in a way, it was a lack of an environment that maybe damaged me, maybe damaged me, maybe gave me some 
new ways of thinking as well. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to ask, why did you want to talk about environments in the first place? Like, why do you think it's an important thing to talk about? Uh, See, I wanted to know, I guess, like, whether you think you're confined to your environment. So for me, the major factors are, so your your family, your family that you're born into, your, um, your, what is it, socioeconomic status. So, oh, you're poor, you're middle class, rich, whatever. Um, and your, um, I guess the immediate opportunities that are available in the actual place. So whether you have access to quality education, um, clean water, uh, quality food, um, certain networks to professional industries, this and that. Like, I think those are the major things that affect you right off the bat without you having to try. So I guess like that's what I wanted to ask is like, are you trapped in that environment from the get-go, even if you try to escape? I guess you can escape physically, but mentally, are you still there? Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I see, I guess I see a lot of people where uh, they, um, they've grown up in, say, very harsh environments and whatnot, and no matter what it is they seem to do, they uh, they don't get out of that sort of environment, at least mentally, and they still have a mindset of, oh, you know, i got to be careful around this or or xyz isn't good because of this even though there's say physical evidence to um the contrary mm. uh, what you were saying about socioeconomic i guess that's like um i guess your neighborhood might come under that as well so you see like yeah. a lot of young people um they don't live in a great neighborhood or a great area or a great city um then um that's going to affect you from young a lot and i know it's kind of a cliche topic but like let's say people talk about gangs in london and stuff like that um that i think that that kind of if you're living in a neighborhood or an area where gang kind of activity happens a lot you'll yeah. find that a lot of young people kind of find themselves in those gangs at a young age and that will obviously greatly influence them, as you know, because gang, gang um, related kind of yep. um, injuries and all that kind of stuff, crime is is so like apparent. Not just in London, it can be anywhere, but obviously we hear about it a lot yeah. in London. I mean, you're from London. So you- Close, close to London, close to London. I've got to be careful about saying about from London these days. People, uh, people call me out. Um, but Maybe yeah, definitely. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, but as I, <laughs> uh, no, exactly. Um, yeah, that I guess that's why I wanted to to know because I would imagine sort of an environment like that is is pretty tough. It's already hard to break out of your own. I guess hardly drilled habits. Um, but what 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 would you do if you are in that environment? Like, how can you even um, change that? I guess the, like, the the stuff about gangs is a bit extreme. Um, but yeah, 
let's say if you're in a, an environment where your everyone around you, your family, your friends are not money conscious, and then you end up trying to be a person who is very financially literate, like how would you go about doing that? What's the what's the journey? What's the path? So that could be yeah. So I like, see, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go on, G, go on. No, I was just gonna say so like <laughs> the reason, like kind of we're talking about environments and what well, at least one of the reasons is that you want to learn more about how you can get out of a bad environment as one point. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing, like you mentioned, a lot of people do just feel trapped by the environment. And some people might be like, we can talk about, okay, firstly, yeah, you can get out of your environment by doing X, Y, and Z. But like, if you look at, let's say, I don't know, someone in China who's working in a factory making like two pound a day, that's their environment and that's where they live. And we can say, oh yeah, use this like, motivational tool or um you surround yourself with these people but if they can't change their environment they just can't change their environment and i think it's like point that sometimes you understand like where you sit within your environment whether or not you're someone who can actually change that because sometimes people think oh yeah i can change this i can change that and even that hope of oh this is something that's within my control can then lead them to being even more uncomfortable in the environment, if that makes sense. But I mean, beyond that, I think there's like there's two ways to look at it. You can either have your external change the internal or the internal change the external. So like when you see a role model or someone like that, you might be like, oh, I want to be like that person. That's the external influence you. But you might see other things and then you think to yourself, oh, I think I should be like this. I think I deserve better. And then that's the other way that I think pe- people initiate that conversation about actually starting to change the environment. And obviously it's very dependent on what you're talking about, but I think that's where the root of it comes from. First step is almost like um, being aware of your environment. If you're unaware, you can't really do anything because you don't even realize what kind of environment you're on. So in the sense of being in a bad environment, you kind of have to build awareness, um, understand, like we said earlier, the factors that are actually influencing you um, because you, you can't really address it unless you can define it, can you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, what about you guys? Like, have you found yourself not necessarily in a bad environment or but an environment that you didn't think suited you um and so how did you go about creating a new one for yourself that you knew would nurture your goals i mean moving out to uni was a big one for me i don't know if i'm that can you guys see me Sorry, you're back. Yeah, you're back. Hey, you're you're back. back. Right, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just saying, uh, moving up for university was a big thing for me in terms of actually just surrounding myself with other people whose like primary goal, well, most people's primary goal was to actually study. And like they would design their lives around that. For me, being around those people was great. And then on top of that, I had another goal, which was to learn more about business, learn more about entrepreneurship. And then speaking to people like Peter, he, just one person in my network 
managed to get me around so many different people and that cultivated a really good experience for me to learn with him. So like, yeah, those, those are probably like the biggest examples I have within my life. I think you're right. Uni is, uni is almost like a chance to redefine yourself, isn't it? Because once you go to uni, yeah. you can you can literally like decide, like, I'm no longer going to be hanging around with these type of people because at school you do have social pressures. You do have mm. um, convenient friendships and convenient friend circles kind of thing. Um, but you're right, yeah. And it's like if you want to focus on specific something, whether it's like, it can be anything, it can be, um, a certain hobby of yours or something that's close to you like your religion or something like that you can do that at uni because there's always a society there's always a group of people who share the same kind of love or closeness to that certain um, topic and then you can kind of immerse yourself in that environment very, very easily yeah what about you yeah I think um I think it's good to like, definitely environments like uni. It's um, it helps you become at least at least for me, it made me a much more diverse person um, in terms of just having more general knowledge to loads of different types of people. I remember coming to to uni for the first time. It was so weird just to see um, so many uh, different people together in one. Even um, yeah, it was well a bit off topic, but just seeing um, white people also hanging around with other people who aren't white or or Asian people hanging around with other people who aren't Asian. This is weird because yeah, I guess for me, uh, I grew up in literally uh, an all-white environment, right? Where um and and there was also a token black guy, right? Um, uh, that <laughs> that was pretty much like ten years or ten years of my life. Um, or ten years of education was, was for me was like that. Um, and you can imagine that the the perspectives were quite narrow uh my perspectives were quite narrow um in terms of not only what i thought about other people but what i also thought about myself and what could be uh, achieved based off of i guess what what my uh, circle was doing at the time um but yeah like um going to go to uni if you're not going to uni i found working different jobs as well like part-time jobs is something that really Really helped me because I worked. Um, I remember working in in Tesco. It was a it was one where there were loads of students there as well. And I was about like seven, 17 at the time. Um, and those students obviously again come from a diverse environment. You're not doing the the hardest work, but you still have discussions. Um, that help you learn, and and from managers as well, like you realize the, the way that they live and the way that they uh, act, talk, it comes from their environment. And yeah, if you don't put yourself in those environments, then you don't even know what you're, you're capable of. Yeah. And but, yeah, go I was going to say, like, like building off what you were just saying, that's kind of almost like a encouragement to people to try new things get yourself out yeah. there put yourself in new environments because you never know who you're going to meet and um what you can learn from them and and all that kind of stuff so like you said like you learn yeah you might not think oh i'm going to work at tesco because i want to learn from people there or my colleagues there about i don't know life or whatever but it ends up happening either way no matter what kind of circle you find yourself in 
Yeah, it's true. I like I ended up hanging around with people that I thought I would never ever hang out with. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. It, it just shows like how I guess um shallow we might be. Or maybe maybe not we, maybe it's just me. Um <laughs> how how easy it is to 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 judge people based off of um appearance on one or two things, but that's not you spend more time. I'm, yeah okay yeah yeah i'm happy about that uh, <laughs> um yeah but i guess i've learned so much from people that i would have never envisioned myself hanging around with um and that is something that i i think i missed during uh the pandemic as well um i was thinking the only influence i have is myself and that's a that's a good and a bad thing because i guess you can you can control in a way what well, well, what um what comes in but only to your own imagination and or to the perspectives of other people which you will never know unless yeah you're actively around these people yeah, yeah and some people uh, i was just gonna say some people like when they're by themselves they like you realize how not uncomfortable but how not used to being in your own company for that long is like we almost need people around us <laughs> to uh, feel kind of comfortable and safe, I guess. Yeah. No, I was going to say as well, actually, like, um, I don't know, for me, like, I'm quite purpose-driven. Um, but, like, I think everyone wants to be almost the best version of themselves. Like, there's that desire within almost everyone. You want to improve. You want to grow with time. And, like, having different environments is obviously a great way to do that because it exposes the faults that you might have. Am I in there? Mm-hmm. Sorry, G, you just cut out a little bit, but I think, I think, I think we got that. Just repeat what you said. Sorry. <laughs> so you know what it is. Like in, in the edit, we'll just cut this out if you want to put a timestamp or something. Yeah, don't worry. But, we'll find it. We'll find it. But as, yeah. yeah, I was just saying, so like our environments can often expose us because it shows us where our weaknesses lie. So, like you're saying, if you're by yourself and you feel uncomfortable, you should understand that this is a position where you don't feel like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I'm in control. And you don't need to be in control of everything. That's not necessarily a bad thing. But it does show you that this is a situation in which there can be a lot of growth. And I think that's why having different environments is important, because if you stay in the same environment all the time, then you're massively limited in your growth. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like I've I've seen that. Um yeah, for people around me. I guess there's there's a lot of people I think now that um I haven't seen for a while, but I guess they they've been doing the same thing, been um stuck in the same environment for a while. But the thing is, like, I guess it's it's down to preference. Um they seem to um to enjoy, I guess, being around the same people all the time, not not trying new things. And then do you know what? Like that's for them. I think if they're, if they're happy, that's fine. Um, it's just not for me, but I think, um, I guess in terms of my personality and how I think it's changed over the past one, two, three years or so, I think it's been positive for me. Um, and that's only been because of the environments, I guess. Uh, well, that's the question I wanted to ask as well is, is your personality, uh, genetic and defined at birth or is it, um, nurtured through your environment or perhaps is it a mix of both? And if it is a mix of both how much of that mix is one or the other. Cause yeah, cause, cause for me, yeah. 
it's um I would say I would say I thought it was mostly uh environment based off of off of what I do now, but then I think perhaps that's almost what I've always think thought. That's what I've always thought, and that's always what I've wanted to do. But it's just the fact that I have the confidence, perhaps more confidence to do what I actually want to do now. Um, in which case, my environment is only like um, a small part of it, and it only helped me to facilitate what I already had in mind. That makes sense. I mean, I guess it depends on how you define your personality. I know it sounds like a dumb I was gonna question. Say exact, I was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, then Adnan, how would you define personality? Yeah. <laughs> A collection of learned behaviours or is it something deeper like consciousness-based? <laughs> it's kind of hard to put a... Well... The, uh, the Google definition of personality <laughs> is a defined is defined as the characteristic sets of behaviors, cognitions, and emotional patterns that evolve biological and environmental factors. And um, there is also no generally agreed upon definition of personality, although most theories focus on motivation and psychological interactions with one's environment. So yeah, they say both too, but I guess. Those three things. Behaviors, cognitions, and emotional patterns. I don't know what cognitions is. Uh, I don't know. Maybe cognitions based with thought processes. Yeah. How you think about things, behaviors, how you do things, or how you react to things. And what was the third thing? Emotional. The third thing was emotional patterns. Patterns. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually interesting. So I, I was reading um, this book uh, called um, "What Darwin Got Wrong," and it's basically just mm. a different take on theory of evolution and well, Darwin's theory of evolution. Um, and uh, it talks about learned behaviors and stuff like that, and how animals learn certain things from their environment just like they evolve based on their environment that's a theory anyways yeah. um i'm sure you guys have heard of um operant conditioning right it's like a to do with how you can condition someone to have a certain response based on a stimulus like, oh, okay. um, and it creates behavior patterns which obviously is linked to personality so that is kind of also linked to how nature affects sorry um how nurture affects one's personality so yeah i think it's quite interesting because it'd be quite hard to define whether you're genetically predisposed to a certain personality but definitely something that <laughs> requires yeah. more um, thought yeah um to see i guess people always say that some people are more suited to certain roles than others let's say um a, a typical leader people always think they have to be um extroverted but i guess if you if your personality is out of an introvert how, how comes you have um i guess all these famous leaders that are pretty pretty introverted or at least they seem like that um and has their personality changed to to meet that role or is it something that they they just naturally 
random. Yeah, yeah. probably say someone like I don't know Vladimir Putin or something. Putin. <laughs> he seems pretty. Nah, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, violent. Uh, so I don't know if um. Yeah, no, I think I think it's loads of introverted leaders. Um, Elon Musk is definitely which obviously Elon Musk, all, all of them, all of them billionaires. Oh, Elon Musk. Okay, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, Mark, yeah. yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. Like, they don't seem like um the most extroverted people, but like whether that's their personality from the get-go or whether it's something that they've um nurtured over time, that's that's the question that I'd I'd like to know. Um, I don't know. You yeah. think Elon Musk's introverted? He seems. <laughs> have you watched his podcast with Joe Rogan? He seems like uh like one of those robots. Yeah, yeah he doesn't seem like he communicates well with people. Like, <laughs> I mean, he might have like I, a social kind of. I don't know. You know how a lot of. Uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah, like, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong thing, but uh, like maybe. a lot of um. A lot of geniuses have like social yeah. ineptitude almost. Um yeah. in a way like that it's kind of um makes them a genius. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, but I the, just... the thing with Elon Musk as well is like I don't see him as like so much maybe this is just like what I've heard about him and like business and stuff like that. But I don't see him as a um a businessman per se. <laughs> Yeah. like a figurehead he's like the face of some of like a yeah, idea almost. Yeah. yeah mark zuckerberg i wouldn't say mark zuckerberg seems like a kind of person that people look up to as a leader maybe not socially anyways but maybe billionaires look up to him or people who want to be billionaires or something <laughs> it's ironic obviously because he made facebook which connected so many people socially anyway um <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly. i just i don't know I, yeah i just think i just think those guys are so intelligent that they're um uncomfortable around people less intelligent with them that's why they seem weird that's my theory i don't know if it's true but um even they've got their environment as well that they like oh yeah because people are environments in a way wouldn't you agree that like even a conversation with someone you've created an environment the tone the way that you talk about stuff the context of which you talk about stuff you create environments all the time and those environments can obviously have a big impact on how you feel, you know, like let's say like there's a child whose parents are always arguing. That is an environment. Like, I think, yeah, like I don't know said at the start, but I think people do have the biggest impact when it comes to environment. Yeah, you say that actually, because... Uh, like I would choose not to be influenced by certain environments by, by not even engaging in them. Say like they don't want to speak to mm. someone so they're awkward around them and all that kind of stuff. Um, they don't seem very charismatic maybe because they just don't <laughs> don't want to engage in that environment. Like They don't see the point in it. That's why they're a genius. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> could be. Could be. Oh, yeah. It does seem like that. Yeah, it could be like it could be from experience of, oh yeah, that's actually a good thing to get onto as well. Cause I mentioned it, like uh, one of the main things that makes up an environment is like past experiences. 
but maybe the geniuses have had negative past experiences with the average person. That's they just don't bother them. And it's like, okay, well, that's it. But yeah, I mean, every environment in my mind is pretty different. Like, just because you've had some negative experiences in certain environments doesn't mean that you should write off all experiences in the environment as negative as well. And I feel like a lot of people think that the environment that they're in is terrible and bad and it's so it's the worst thing but i don't always think that's the case i think if you can see the positives from it as well then i don't know it shifts the way that you see the environment you know perspective yeah yeah i mean so well, so how do you create your environment then like you obviously talk about perspective and trying to draw the positives out um of your immediate environment but um, I'm guessing you actively do things to also put yourself into the position of different people or different situations to basically cultivate a newer environment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is exactly what you like, did. She created your own environment. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, it was an actress to start off with and that's why I was like, Oh my God, business people, people who are ambitious, people who want to do more with their life. And I was like, this is great. Then I realized it's only going to last a year and then you've got to find these people for yourself. So I was like, well, I've got a network at the moment. I know what these people are like. Sure, like if they're interested in what I'm doing, they must have similar qualities and similar ambitions as well. So why not get them together? And every, like, people want to be a part of an environment that they feel comfortable in. And whether mm. even grow, like imagine if you weren't around people who were helping you to grow that would make you uncomfortable. I know that sounds backwards, but we all have environments that we strive to be in. So it's quite yeah. easy to find these people. Yeah. Is, um, well, it depends on people, I guess. I guess for, for us three, um, we find it quite easy to talk to new people, I guess, because we had a lot of practice doing it. Um, but for others who aren't so used to doing that, I'd say, um, I guess I start, start off small. Um, and then, you know, you can, especially if you're already a student uh, or if you're still a student, then you can literally just sit somewhere else in a class. That's what I used to do. Um, some people think it's weird. I don't think it's weird. Um, I would sit next to a different, a stranger every single I don't care if you think, <laughs> you think it's weird, then I'm weird. But that's that's one of the first things that I did. Um, I don't know if I did it consciously or I was just like, I do not, there's no else to sit. But I would just end up um, <laughs> sitting next to sad. random people. <laughs> and it's, you know, yeah, cultivating environments, it also comes from loneliness, you know. Um, if, if one person like, don't, don't, don't but like you move on to the next one, you know, and that's uh, it's 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 uh, it's an undefeatable strategy. <laughs> but um, yeah, you but, can't not make friends if you do that. Exactly, <laughs> it's all a, num- it's all like a numbers game. <laughs> hey, it could be, it could no, be. Who knows? Who knows? No, no, but no. These people st- still stick around. But yeah, that's that's uh, that, that's one of the first things I did, right? And and to to this day, a lot of people. Or well, a lot of um, my friends will tell you, like, oh, the first time they met me was issue when I just, I guess, approached them or sat next to them. It was like, oh, 
Hi, my name's this, my name's that. And I, I, I think there's normal. Obviously, some people might think that's weird and a bit extreme. So I say, if you if you can't do that, then if you just let's say coincidentally end up in the same group or something, then obviously make an effort to um, yeah, yeah get to know those those different people if you're not brave enough to just directly approach them. Um, because yeah, you never know. Um, and then once you do get more comfortable, then you can actively put yourselves in these different places and they say well when you're at uni this is is pretty easy to be fair you got societies yeah you got your halls you got sports history everything and then now that i guess uh once i've been outside of uni um i've been going to interviewing people um going out doing street interviews and have a lot of engaging conversations and people often are um, really interested in helping you if they see that you're, you've got a lot to, to offer or, or a lot to talk about. Um, and yeah, I've ended up interacting with a lot of these people that I've interviewed after afterwards. Um, and it's led to some pretty productive conversations and um, upcoming plans. So you usually never know, especially uh, ever since the pandemics, like you, you should really make the most of uh, the environments that you're in. And if they're not in a positive one, then go online. Um, well, it's easier said than done, but move. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, I really think it's, it's, it's easy, but it, it's, uh, it's down to what you want to become. Um, and then you work backwards from the identity on how to get there. I was gonna say you definitely you definitely reach an age where you like you reach a level of mature maturity where you actually start to recognize like I can actually go out and do things like I can go out and meet people I can put myself out there it can be online as well like, it doesn't have to be in yeah. person um, where you're you're able to you know like you know ensure your own safety you know how people say like be be safe when you go meet new people or online all that kind of stuff. You're mature enough to ensure your own safety. So you can just go out, yeah, and make friends with people through forums. I don't know, like Reddit. Reddit is probably one of the places where it's you can find something. Yeah. You can find any group of people who share the exact same hobbies as you or a hobby as you. Like it's it's literally so easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was gonna say as well, in terms of like your environment growing up, you know, obviously you're an only child. Um and maybe not having the amount of connections that you wanted to when you were a little bit younger or maybe witnessing your parents going out and meeting a lot of people or even just like watching someone else doing sitcom or something like that was it like a a root of what you think has led you to do this stuff because obviously I think that's an environmental thing that you've learned from and then obviously applied in your life but I don't know, it could be a genetic thing where it's like you feel the need to go out and speak to as many people as possible because it's like that whole serotonin boost, you know? Yeah, I think um, well, ever since I was young, I always felt like I had uh, something was missing in terms of, oh, I, I wish I wish uh, there was people that I could talk to about. Well, at that time, it was, it was like cartoons and anime um, and Pokemon. But 
<laughs> there was always yeah 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 yeah. there, there was always uh and uh, people around me just just they they they, they weren't about that um and i i thought damn this uh this this sucks right um so yeah i always felt like um there was something missing so i guess uh when i um moved to a, a different school uh i made the most to uh to start new and um approach loads of different people so that I can I can meet people with these same interests, but also interests that I I I'm yet to discover. Um, and then yeah, then again coming to uni and that if i were to count the the positive and the net versus the negative interactions like the positive interactions from strangers outweighs the negative ones exponentially like I, i don't even remember remember the negative ones i do but it's not like it is is is, is very um impactful at all because most of the time it's just oh people don't want to talk to you that's fine like you know yeah. they, they got stuff to do if you you know compared to would i trade that off for for um strangers that i uh made the effort to meet then you know i say of course not like these people that i met is so much more those handful of negative experiences um and i hope i can have more of those and that's what i'm trying to do now is like um create an environment where i can do that confidently without relying on uh a really like a uni campus pretty much i think i think it does get harder um but that's why you have to try harder yeah to um yeah to 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 meet new people and create a new environment going to say as well like one thing um that I think I don't know if I don't you'd agree with but like the thought of just approaching random people on the street maybe might be a little bit intimidating <laughs> I don't know yeah <laughs> me, I was there's not like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm I'm not that guy either and the the reason why I'm not that guy is probably like it's based off like insecurities I would say and like internal problems because like if you have to say I've made so many friends and so many good things have happened and barely any negative things happen you're like well why doesn't everyone do this and it's the internal that makes you feel like oh I shouldn't do this because what they don't like me what if I'm awkward what if there's no conversation so the environment is there for us to do good things sometimes but I think if we're not confident within ourselves then that is that messes you up more than the environment most of the time does that make sense like because yeah, if you're it, yeah sorry go on g no no go for it, go for it. i was just gonna say when you're not confident and you try to do something out of your comfort zone and it messes up that that lack of confidence or self-esteem like it hits you harder 
because you messed up vicious cycle um yeah i think you get out of that as well it's literally by putting yourself in different environments all the time so it's like and they kind of go hand in hand you want to build up the internal and the external at the same time and like yeah. sometimes there's no other way to do it other than just face it head on like that's what i had to do with peter like um when it when i've been like stuck with an actor so like kind of talk to new people or whatever it's just go and do it just go and do it like sometimes there's not like I don't know how to explain it, but your, your comfort zone, then your growth zone. Sometimes there isn't a space in between that we want for environment. Like, it would be nice to get, go to that place and then push ourselves. But I mm. don't know. Sometimes I feel like the the rewards that we want, we're going to have to change our environment maybe more than what we're comfortable with. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's because for me, I always think about it like, very logically in terms of risk, risk and reward. Um, there's most of the time, if you think the reward will, will uh, outweigh the the risk, then it's worth taking. And um, this wasn't a mindset that you're just going to have to accept that if you want to progress anywhere, you, you're, you're going to have to take a few L's. Um, so we're talking yeah. about environments, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's just, you just got to accept it. I guess environments, um, there's been loads of conversations where it's been so dry or it's been so awkward. And, and I do think, man, why did why why did I even start this? Um, and and uh, there's been presentations where I've completely just bombed and done awful. But it's it's only through those experiences that help me to be better on the next one, you know. Um, and if and if you don't, then yeah, you know, you're not gonna get anywhere. Um, and that fear, it's like it, it never really goes away. Like I still have it. Like, um, occasionally, you still be there, but. The, the more you do it, um, the more you realize like it's, it's really not as as bad as you probably envision it to be. It's not that deep. Like, whatever that is. <laughs> no, no, it's, that, it's, it's not, not that deep. Um, and I was yeah, going to say, yeah. I was going to say, it, you have to realize that most people are only thinking about themselves. <laughs> like, Literally, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you yeah. think like, oh, what's this person going to think of me? Like, I just think like, you got you got to be able to visualize it. This person doesn't actually care about you. This stranger is not going to think about you again yeah. after tomorrow. Like it, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you really said something that impacted them or harmed them or yeah. something, but <laughs> usually, yeah, exactly. the conversation is just not going to be. They're not going to remember it the next day. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you say something really, something really wild, then then yeah, like yeah. if it helps, if it helps with um nerves or whatnot yeah exactly just just like what you were saying people don't care about you um that's just that's just the truth if they don't know you they don't care about you the same way that you don't care about someone that you don't know right um exactly and take that as a take that as a pro because you can you can be yourself you know uh, and and you can say what it is that you want to say as long as you don't insult them um and in in most cases, or at least in, in for me, um, it's, it's it's led to much much more than than just a simple conversation. You know, you've been able to start projects, make videos, um, just have have business links. I I saw someone, one of my friends, um, when we were out, I think a few weeks ago, 
he literally secured uh, an, an internship offer just because he had the same name as this random guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's hard um, for, that's yeah. Hard for um, people with unusual names, though. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm screwed. There's no. <laughs> And I said, oh, do you have LinkedIn to help him? And then they were at each other on LinkedIn and they got an internship offer anyway. So that's like one of the best case scenarios. And I think if you, if you never talk to that person, you wouldn't have a job, you know? Like, so, it never happened, yeah. so you never know. You literally never know. Um, yeah. So ultimately, try as, try as hard as possible to um, meet people or be in the uh the environments and the the groups that you you want to be in to yeah to that that will definitely nurture your goals um and yeah like expect that setbacks will happen expect that you might be embarrassed a few times but ultimately that builds towards your character it's all character building at the end of the day that's it that's it yeah we should have a whole episode where I just talk about the different hours I've taken. I think it'd be funny. I think I read series. that episode. That, yeah, no, that is a series. That is a series. <laughs> G-team L's. Bro, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, but, um, unless you guys have anything else to say, uh, we're going to wrap it up there. That was a brief conversation about environments. Hope you guys... We're entertained if you guys took a, a few important things away from this and um yeah we'll see you in the next one peace thanks for listening to the gtm podcast you can catch more episodes on youtube spotify apple podcasts and more where we try to build our lives one step at a time